everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the, on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly on Discord, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about... I have a little bit about how, if you're a secularist or atheist or whatever, uh, there's an article about how to, like, say something without being totally rude. And I thought it was an interesting article. So I'm going to throw that in later. Kind of a light, lighter bit for the, for the show this week since, holy crap, there's been so much going on. <laughs> but first, uh, the first thing that I have is from thehindu.com. If you remember way back in 2015, it feels like a, a forever ago, you, uh, this was the time period where there were several people being hacked to death, atheist bloggers being... Uh, taken machetes to by different activists and people who didn't like what they were saying. But this one in particular, Ananta Bajoy Das. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but in any case, this was a Bangladeshi blogger who four people hacked to death uh, for what they had posted. They There was also uh, where they were posting, there was a person on uh, the Center for Inquiry who was also killed by machetes. In this case, though, in in Bangladesh, four people have been found guilty and sentenced to death for the murder for their actions that they took seven years ago. Wow! Damn. I, now I, I don't. This is Bangladesh, so the idea that they're being, you know, they're sentenced to death. Yeah, apparently that's the punishment for. I don't know everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, an eye for an eye is uh, religiously supported. <laughs> I don't know that I agree though of the punishment, but. I'm glad at least that they were convicted. Right. Yeah, exactly. At, at the end of the article, it does mention that Bangladesh has more than 2,000 people currently on their death row, uh, and all of their executions are carried out by hanging. So Jesus. But, um, well, and it also says you can you can thank the legacy of it being a British colony so for, <laughs> for having hangings. Yeah, they have a very, like absolute like i don't know the word i'm looking for like I, I think i remember i spoke about this on the show years ago were we recording when the pulse nightclub thing happened yeah we definitely were yeah yeah mm -hmm. um and i had run into uh a friend of mine from bangladesh and he was like oh it's so tragic and i was like i, I know and he goes but that's what they get for being gay <gasps> and i was like whoa whoa and i'm like <laughs> he's like god don't like that and i'm like oh jeez." <laughs> <laughs> So they probably are like, well, hanging is an awful way to go, but they were atheists. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this case, they were murderers. Yeah. Or oh, the yeah, murder. Yeah. Okay. No, the atheists are long dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The atheists got chopped up by machetes seven years ago. Well, seven that's what years they get. later, the Bangladeshi government <laughs> said, "Please murder fewer people. We're going to have to kill you now." Yeah. <laughs> and so the people who murdered the atheist bloggers are being hanged. I didn't have it in front of me at the time. Adjutant Roy was the person who was. Uh, worked for the Center for Inquiry, he ran the actual site where this blogger posted. 
um, was also killed with uh, machetes. I believe by a different group of people. They, at least that's that's kind of what the article leads me to believe. So, hmm. um, Multiple um, gangs of machete-wielding yeah. religious fundamentalists in Bangladesh. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> now, most of the murders, uh, there was an Islamist group who was linked to Al-Qaeda that claimed responsibility for a lot of the murders. But the police didn't really, I don't think that they really necessarily acted on that. They just went by the evidence that was at the scene, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. And to be honest, I don't think they were hiding. I think these guys were proud of what they did. So, Yeah, likely. But at least some justice for these people. Um, another follow-up. We talked before about Idaho and how they were rapidly advancing on our list of the worst states to be in because of their... Because of the the whole uh, abortion laws they were trying to put in place, did, did Oklahoma shoot past them today? Or <laughs> Oklahoma did? I, yeah, we'll get to that in just a sec. Because Idaho actually reversed the governor. The legislation got to him, and he vetoed it. Wow! He said, "I'm vetoing this because I'm a lifelong advocate of limited government, and this would significantly expand the government's overreach into the private sector." Wow! A wow. true a true wow. Republican, right? <laughs> Not a religious fundamentalist. <laughs> Somebody who said, I, I'm in a limited government and actually is in the limited government. <laughs> That's crazy. Huh. He'll be on Donald Trump's shit list soon, so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you mentioned, uh, follow up from Oklahoma. They, they, they're they staking their claim on the worst state as far as abortion by not passing the law for that is based on the Texas um what what do we call it? The, the Texas uh, vigilante kind of kind of law, but in this case, Oklahoma actually passed a law that said, "Yeah, abortion's just straight up illegal, and if you perform an abortion, yeah, you can get ten years in prison." Now, since Roe v. Wade is still the law of the land today, it mm-hmm. not it it can't be. I mean, it will it would any conviction would be overturned. But right, right. There's no reason to get hopeful. But you're right. Not just conviction. I mean, mm. the minute the law is challenged. Here's my foolish. You think it should be immediately ruled as illegal. Yes. Like if any group, once this bill becomes a law, the you know, says, hey, this is completely against the Constitution, <laughs> you would think the Supreme Court would say, yes, it is. States rights, Ian, unless you want to sell marijuana. <laughs> 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 then your states' rights can go fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I find it funny, though, because whereas the Idaho governor was like, no, limited government, Ray told me that the governor of Oklahoma is like, bring on any bill that says shit against abortion, I will straight sign it without even reading it. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually said that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, if, it, if it's going to intrude in your bedroom, I am for it. The party of limited government. Yep. Which is funny because I saw a video today from a friend of the show, Tulsi Gabbard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who, uh, she turned out to be a foreign agent, correct? I don't know what is up with her, but it drives me crazy because she is fucking hot. (laughs) It's such a weird (laughs) love-hate relationship I have with her. (laughs) But she was talking about the the, uh, Don't Say Gay Bill down Mm. in Florida. Right. And Tulsi's hot take is... It doesn't go far enough. Oh, jeez. It, it needs to go farther. She's mm. like, the cutoff's third grade? This is insane. We should be teaching this all the way through of college. 
<sighs> well, it's like, oh, Tulsi, what is going on with you? But apparently, I didn't know this, that uh, even when she... She was a senator, right? No, she was a Congress. She was in the, in the House? I think she was a House of Representatives. All From right. Hawaii? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. That she was pretty uh, anti-gay even back then for a Democrat. So. Yeah, she was in Hawaii. That is correct. Second district in Hawaii, yeah. She is trying to make some money any way she can, and she will say some bad shit crazy things. How does she get the Democratic Party support with that line of Who the talking? fuck? Like, I don't know what she said prior to this. I mean, maybe she was – I was having this conversation with somebody the other day where we're talking about, like, people's one complaint about Biden is, is like, he can't get anything done. He can never get anything done, and everything's <laughs> stalled out, and we have all the levers of government. And I was like, yeah, but prior to him being in there – who would have counted on the first openly bisexual senator to not vote on anything Democratic? Like, yeah. who would who back then would have said, you know who's going to fuck shit up for us? Kristen Cinema. Hmm. You know, I'm like, remember how we all laughed when when what uh, Pence had to officiate her coming into the Senate? Right. <laughs> and we're like, ah, look at him. He's got to do this bisexual woman. And look at her. She's all cool looking and shit. And we're like, yeah, she was the one. I mean, Mansion, we all knew would do that anyway, but we're like, sure. cinema was going to fuck shit up? Like, maybe that was the same thing with Tulsi Gabbard. Like, she fucking, you know, bluffed her way in and was like, guess what I'm really about? <laughs> right? Uh, so, other than being probably crazy, Kristen Cinema. I mean, because we were we were doing this when, when she was elected, and I, she knows, I feel like everybody else knows that, that her ability to maintain her power is... Probably on a razor thin margin. I mean, Arizona has proven time and again that it is that their brains are cooked by the hot sun and they're <laughs> just swinging for the nut job fences in that state. <laughs> Secondly, even after she won, didn't the governor just say, OK, well, her opponent wins anyway, because I don't fucking care about the rules. Well, no, he played within the rules. It was she got John McCain's seat, right? I don't know. She was elected. And then someone else resigned or died or also died, in Arizona. Right. And then the governor and he gets said, to oh, appoint. okay, the McSally who lost, she gets to win anyway. Mm. But she's gone again already. She, lo she lost the, sp the special election or whatever, the real election. Sure. I mean, that was stupid and horrible, but I'm like, yeah, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Because that's the <laughs> game that they can play. And it's a weird thing. And then McConnell was like, I'm going to even make that game worse. Hmm. Because now I get to pick my replacement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me change the law quickly. Yeah. I have my buddies change the law quickly here. So anyway, Oklahoma. No. <laughs> yeah. They're planning for the future. They're ready. Yeah, I think so. Okay, Cinema replaced Jeff Flake, and then John McCain died. Oh, there you go. Ah, okay. I forgot all about Flake. So the last follow-up that I have, uh, Alex Jones came yeah. back into my newsfeed again. Um, he has been found in contempt of court for refusing to appear for Sandy Hook uh, depositions. And the judge, the judge is basically like hands in the air. Like, I have given every chance I could. Um, and I just, like, we're, we're at a, the, the court has a limit. And so found him in contempt and... Um, until he sits for a deposition, Jones will have to pay fines that start at $25,000 a day. And, so, in and increase by $25,000 each business day. 
So it's 25,000, 50,000, 75,000. So what happens in here. When, when Alex Jones goes, well, I'm not paying that either. <laughs> I, he's like, arrested. Again, I feel, I feel like a normal person would already have been arrested. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I'm kind of curious where it's going to go because his response, which was on MediaMatters.org, is insane. What did he? I didn't see his he response. He said <laughs> that it's that the judge saying this to him was like saying, "Give me the unicorn. I don't have one, lady. You know, I got a leprechaun." What? I, that, I don't even know. I don't even that, know. That doesn't make sense to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So he said, I, I wasn't feeling well. We need to move the date. And the judge was like, oh, my God, we're going to arrest you. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to fine you $25,000 the first day, 50000 the next. It compounds every day to $1.6 million the next week and half if I don't appear in Connecticut where she can clap the, the irons on me. Like he's – I know that Alex Jones is like an act and supposedly he's not like that in person. But at the same time, this is like this is insane, and and he's he's getting fined. He will be arrested. Well, I think the problem is is that if he goes to deposition, it will be worse for him because of the things he's, they're going to ask him and the things the questions that he needs to answer. So he's fucked either way, which makes me so happy. Now I'm a little bit confused. This is for what is this for? Because I thought he was already busted there's, on the Sandy Hook shit. Yeah, there's two cases. Oh, okay. This is the second one. Like, he hadn't made restitution on one of them, right? Probably not. I'm, I'm sure they're garnering wages and all that nonsense. I could have I sworn he had to pay something on one of them. Well, yeah, but then he appeals and, you know. Right. Doesn't have to pay, so. Well, what is Alex's plan here? I mean, is it just to go to jail? <laughs> is he like, ah, I'm fucked, so I'm just going to go to jail and not say a thing. Maybe one day I'll get out. Maybe Donald Trump will pardon, pardon him. When he gets back in. Yeah, he might be trying to buy time on the assumption that Trump will pardon him when he gets back in office. <laughs> So he did say that he was going to go up there. He said he was going to go to Connecticut so that they can clap the irons on me because I'm a grown man. I know God. Hmm. Or I'm not like some kid these leftist dungeons they're raping. What? People got God to deal with. That's all I can tell you. Oh, I'm not saying the judge or any of these lawyers are pedophiles. I'm just saying the news and the left promotes pedophilia while attacking the family. Wow. What? That just sounds like a string of fucking words he put together. None of that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love the way that they, they dance around, you know, what they what they really want to say. Well, I'm not going to say that these people are pedophiles. You you, you pretty much just did, actually. Yeah, I was just asking classic, a question. <laughs> that's the classic mm -hmm. Trump move. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say he's an asshole. But I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but supposedly he's going up there on the 11th, so... Maybe this will all get resolved. I doubt it. We'll we'll still be hearing about his appeals and whatever for the next couple of years. Yeah. And all this because he was making up stories, because he decided to say that the, the shooting of Sandy Hook was a stage act that was you know, this was the original, these were these were just actors. These weren't these kids weren't actually killed. Right. Or they didn't even exist. Right. They got him for uh libel defamation, something along those lines. I forget what it was exactly. I mean, for just being a you know a complete asshole to these poor people. Oh, and sticking um, his rabid followers on these poor families. Right. Like, and again, that that always brings up that question: like, is he crazy or is he rational? Because if he's crazy, that's one thing. If he's sane, and you know, and for and the he's money, like, okay. <laughs> and like, well, he's like, okay, I got, I here's my here's my angle on this to make some money, right? 
And then his listeners start harassing these people. Now, this is rational Alex Jones. He weighs this out and goes, nope, the money is still better mm. than having the these poor people. Har- har- not the risk, just these poor parents whose children have died oh, are that now does being not- harassed. He, like, he's just going to go, nope, the money's too fucking good. I don't think I that. I don't care. I don't think he even yes. worried about that. I don't think that even entered into the equation. Well, no, no, no. Karen, in the scenario, this is rational Alex Jones who knows oh, exactly okay. what's going on. Yeah, he right. can be rational and still be a psychopath, though. Yeah, that, that's um, – um, but yes, I think your assessment is correct, Jared. He went, a huge sack of money <clears throat> or the feelings of these complete strangers. He's like, yep. no, I can buy enough I'll take that – yeah, yeah, I'll buy enough that that won't haunt me at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. Sort of. I mean, And again, I don't, I, I don't know that he is haunted by the fact that he's a horrible person. Well, again, if he's just crazy, then it makes sense. He could just be a monster. I, I, man, I just can't believe. I mean, yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. I don't <laughs> just see. It just, I just feel like you have to be sitting there at one point and go, "God, I'm a piece of shit." Buying this fucking new car on the backs of parents who just lost their children. Yeah. I again, I I would I would like to believe that you are right, but I I don't think so. I mean, mm. this or is, is it- a. Or is it just one of those situations where you tell the the lie so often in your head that you tend to believe that you just believe it and like I don't think so. I th- I think he's just a piece of garbage. I ever have I ever told you guys a story about I, I know Ian knows the story about how I tried to what I I made up a fake child one time so I could bang a chick. Oh yes, <laughs> Ray. Have I, I told know you this story. story? I, I don't believe so. I don't recall this. All right, I'll try to give you the truncated version of this story. But I was trying to bang this chick. I was working at this restaurant, and I noticed that everybody in the restaurant, there's always drama going on, right? With this or that, or boyfriends and girlfriends and blah, blah, blah. And I had no drama. I just walk in and be like, what's up? You know, and I was like, this must make me kind of boring. (laughs) So I made up some drama for myself. And I walked in and pretended to be miserable. And I kept this going on for a very long time, for like a week. Like, every time I'd walk in, I just wouldn't talk to anybody, and what's going on with Jared? What's going on? And then finally, she broke down and was like, you're not talking to me anymore. What's going on? And I was like, well, I got this thing going on. Don't tell anybody. And I made up a whole fucking story about a child out of whole fuck whole cloth that was – I don't want to get into it, but if you want more details, I'll tell you later. And it worked, and I got to bang the chick, and I was happy. But I did notice something. Around the third day of me – pretending to be miserable and this and that, I was home by myself acting like that. Mm. And I had to like shake myself out of it. And I'm like, dude, this is not real. You can <laughs> smile and have a good time. I was like, oh my God, that's right. I've been, I, I was like method acting so much <laughs> that I brought it home with me. Method acting can be dangerous, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, the, the line, fake it till you make it. It's That's that that's a thing for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you, I you, mean, you, and, this, <laughs> and we're, t- we're talking about people who do this shit Five hours a day? I don't know how long Alex Jones' show is. I feel like it's five hours. Wow. That was you a know, horrible so- thing to do, just as a, you know, a side <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Lying to get laid? That, you know. I don't yeah. Know. yeah please. Oh, I thought you meant Alex Jones. No. <laughs> well, Alex oh, Jones no, clearly. That was, that, with Jared, that's harmless. That was a victimless crime if I've ever heard I was going to say, yeah, who's the victim of this? My fake child? <laughs> the girl? No. Lied to? 
lied to, manipulated? She lied to me too. Don't worry about it. Uh. <laughs> on that note, I am going to to move on to. I've got a question. Karen's mm, like, yes. you're never coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, I'm going to ask Ian specifically, Uh-oh. have Ooh. you looked at the next article? I may have gla- not recently. No. Okay. So hold on, I'm back. <laughs> the question. The question is, if you haven't looked at the article, can right. you tell me the three Republicans? Who said that they are going to approve of the uh, the new justice? Katanji Brown Jackson. Oh, um, oh, I know one. I was going to say, I did not read the next article, but I can tell you that I know. Mm. Okay. So does that ruin the the? Well, yeah. Segment? I mean, if you already know, but I mean, it should be. It should. Uh, we've talked about these people before. Who are the yeah, three justices? It's always the same. It's always the same the same troop, but this particular time, I believe it's Murkowski, Collins, and um, uh, what's that Mormon guy's name <laughs> who owns everything? <laughs> Mitt Romney. Mittens? Romney. Mittens? Yep. Yep. Uh, Collins is from Maine. Correct. Murkowski uh, from- good friend. Murkowski's from Alaska, Scrooge. isn't she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Murkowski, yeah. He said Alaska Lady Mitt, and who else? Yeah. And I said Collins. Yeah, from Maine. That is correct. But don't worry- Trump probably learned his lesson from the first yeah. impeachment. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the three of them have said that they are going to uh, do a uh, positive. They're going to confirm Kentonji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. So three Republicans. So even if... <laughs> the we, usual suspects flake out. That's yeah, exactly. Still, Manchin yeah. and uh, Cinema, which they shouldn't. Oh, Manchin already said he was going to. Manchin sure. already said he was going to support it. Cinema, God only knows. So this spawned, of course, uh, one of our favorite players. Uh, what, what's her? What's her? Uh, I can't remember her name right now. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. That's is it. her name. M- <laughs> MTG Marjorie Taylor Green. This spawned her to tweet out that uh, you know these these Republicans are supporting uh, pedophilia because they're going to be voting for her, and uh, which which then. Everybody on Twitter had to remind her that you literally go to rallies with somebody who's dating right. a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> you're not, what if your top two most favorite people, co-workers, supporters, is a confirmed pedophile? Right. Wait a minute. And by her rationale is that voting for Katanji Brown-Jackson makes them pedophiles because she sentenced somebody to three months for pedophi- for owning for doing something with pedophilia for owning the, child porn yeah that's the logic jump there yeah yes yeah. right and it wasn't just three months it was also conditional stuff supervised right. well, whatever regardless of whatever the f- fuck it was right, right. That, that doesn't matter boy that yeah. girl's got some balls man yeah amazing man and answer the question in chat yes uh we do know that at least 49 of them are uh, voting to confirm her. I don't know that we know Kirsten Cinema, but she's, you know, we don't need her anymore, so it's all right. I just <laughs> want to remind everybody listening, they all voted for her three months ago. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, Republicans, Democrats, yeah. But now it's in the news, and they can make a yeah. bold statement by voting against and holding party lines and all that bullshit. Right. Also, Mar- first of all, Stop calling Marjorie Taylor Green MTG. I do not want her to have a fucking cute nickname. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, that's the only way that the, the, my problem is. I don't. I don't remember Marjorie Taylor Green that well, but I can remember her, her fucking initials because of the whole Magic <laughs> the Gathering thing. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, then call her Magic the Gathering. <laughs> okay. Also, Green sounds like a suspicious Jewish last name. I'm just throwing that out there, you know? <laughs> I, I don't How is this suspicious? I don't know. It's, most it Sounds most, a little Jewy. Yeah, Green sounds a little Jewy. <laughs> oh, okay. It's suspiciously Jewish. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. That's how she knew about the space lasers. Oh. It's an inside job. <laughs> yeah. But she's blonde. How could she be Jewish? <laughs> Bleach. Oh, yeah. So since we, we we mentioned Alaska with Murkowski. Oh, here it comes. I know it. I heard next, this one. Next story I've got. Sarah Palin is she's, running for the uh, state's congressional seat. She's back. She's going to she's going to join uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. Boebert, however you pronounce her name. <laughs> so the thing that got me on this. So, OK, of course she is. But what she said when she said she was running for the seat, she says America's at a tipping point. I've watched the far left destroying the country. I know I have to step in and join the fight. Destroying the country. It's in shambles, right? Yeah, apparently. So I guess I she doesn't noticed. She she doesn't have a reality TV show coming up, I suppose, so she's a little bored. Yeah, what has it been like fifteen years since she's been uh in office? Wow. Something like that, could yeah. Be, could yeah, it could be wrong on that number, but No, that sounds that sounds reasonably accurate. I, I thought Grinch had a good point too. Sadly, in those last years since she's been in office, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even rank her top 10 crazy Republicans at this time. She oh, yeah. might Bill make used the to be number ten. one with a bullet. <laughs> Bill Maher did a, did a whole fucking bit on this, how he was showing the old 2010 congressional race of right. all the wackos and everyone was like, and he pulled up all the people. He's like, remember when this was too bad? When the guy said the legitimate rape thing? Mm-hmm. And like he had to go and like, now if you said something like that, forget it. You 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 a cabinet position. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, when 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 the biggest Republican gaffe was, I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> so the thing yeah. about Palin that that really uh, hit me as well is she's running for a seat. The seat recently opened up when Don Young uh, died last week on his way back to Alaska. And I've heard the name before, but nothing that much about him. This dude was eighty eight years old. <laughs> Was in office as, I mean, this is something that you have to run for every two years. He was in office for 45 years. I'm sorry, 49 years. Yeah, that seems like. Wow, that's crazy. Just he, like the founding fathers intended. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, so there's an article in the Washington Post that I'm including. This guy was actually interesting like he is was a definite salt of the earth kind of guy. Like if you're from Alaska I definitely understand voting for this guy. Like, it makes perfect sense. He was known for his, quote-unquote, salty language, (laughs) uh, his frontiersman demeanor. He decorated his office with a 900-pound totem pole and a collection of hunting trophies, including the pelt of a bear that he claimed to have strangled to death himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Dude, he's like uh, Tormund's giant's bane or something. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I totally get if you're in Alaska, well. I totally get voting for Don Young. Like, okay. Yeah. I gotta let that one slide. He choked a bear to death with his bare hands. <laughs> you know, uh, but on top of that, I would also easily believe that for the past 49 years, no one knew who he was, and he was always on there, and people in Alaska was like, whatever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Don Young, 
Sounds familiar. Because who the fuck is paying attention to fucking house seats in there in that state? Right. Yeah. That's a name I recognize. Check. We get no sun six months out of the year, and they have to airdrop us food. I don't <laughs> care who represents us. Yeah, like, I just imagine, like, him having to rerun every two years is probably not as hard as, like, AOC having to run every fucking two years. Have you seen right. the person she's running against? Oh, crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, this there's like a Karen to a fucking T. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Karen. Not, not your kind of Karen. You need to take it back somehow. Somehow. Right now, it, it, somehow it's an insult. <laughs> it get, gains me lots of internet points, though. I've got so much Reddit karma. Karma? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I got Reddit silver over the weekend. <laughs> because <laughs> my name was Karen. Again, yeah, I think, again, it was on Bill Maher. I, I saw this this woman put a video up where she was driving back from the gym, and like I think she challenged AOC to a fist fight behind the fucking middle school. <laughs> And, like, dropped, like, 50 F-bombs in the video and oh. has the strongest New York accent. Brooklyn uh, accent. New- yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you fucking cunt bitch. I'll fucking smack your ass behind the... F-. And I'm like, this Whoa. is running against her? Yeah. And I'm like, and she's blonde and kind of pretty. I'm like, oh, God, she might win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty unlikely. <laughs> Blackburn, apparently? I don't know. That's from Grinch. When, when we said that Palin was no longer in the top 10, we were listing 10 just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then we decided gotcha. that Trump, Gates, Taylor Green, Bobert, Gosar, uh, Gomert, Kennedy, Cawthorn, Holly, and Jim Jordan and Marsha Blackburn were all worse than Palin. Yep. Yeah. That's, I can't argue any one of those. You're absolutely correct. Although, man, Madison Cawthorn is making oh. sweet, sweet music for me lately. <laughs> he is. <laughs> What a fucking Chad. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. saw that in here. I'm like, dude, okay. you even have the fucking backwards hat on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just unbelievable. So who do you think he was talking about? Any number Besides of Besides himself? Well, I think the only one he was not talking about was Lindsey Graham. <laughs> well, he's the one that said that he was invited to sex parties, right? Right. Yeah. Right, by his lifelong Republican heroes. With mountains of coke just floating around. Right. And right. he also and referred say, to them as, as being 70-year-olds. Right. Right. So who was he talking about? Because initially I thought clearly it was Matt Gates, but Matt Gates isn't near 70, so... Right. Could it have been Roger Stone? Because that makes perfect sense. Probably. Well, didn't Roger Stone back up his story? Yes. Oh, and then didn't, didn't, didn't Cawthorn just tweet out something when he was explaining what a woman was? Didn't he use the word tallywhacker? <laughs> I am sure Roger Stone has orgies where he only wears a monocle a top hat and uses the word tallywhacker. <laughs> I think he probably, ref- he says, you need to call me the tallywhacker because it sounds like a <laughs> Batman villain. <laughs> Here comes the tallywhacker! <laughs> I mean, he is already he is already known to be, he likes watching other people bang his wife. This is a known thing in, in Washington right. D.C. So he makes perfect sense as the person that, that Cawthorn is talking about. That I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't believe that it's just one person. Oh, I don't doubt that he is amongst the list. And as John Oliver very clearly and correctly pointed it out, no one calls it a key bump worth of coke unless you've done a key bump worth of coke. <laughs> that is true. I heard that and I go, "How do you know that term, Madison?" <laughs> What does that mean? Because I don't know, and I didn't look it up. <laughs> a line that is the length of your key. 
oh. done off your key to give you a smooth metal surface. Yep, <laughs> I was going to say, that you're usually done off the key. It's got that little groove in it so it doesn't go anywhere. Sure, that makes sense. All right, I learned something new today. Woo-hoo. I mean, it's a what? very specific Jared, thing. shame on you. <laughs> it's a very specific thing to know if you've never done it or now, seen it. <laughs> I have right. seen this on TV and movies where, you know, during a drug deal, they'll stick a key into a bag of Coke, pull it out, and it'll have that little that little groove filled up in Coke. And they'll 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 do that. So I knew exactly what it was when he said it, but I it's definitely not in my normal lexicon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Although it might be now just to make fun of him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to well, uh, I I, go ahead. Before we go, I can't remember in that interview, did he claim that he did not partake in any of this? He just saw it? He was shocked by oh, it. Oh, no, he gave no, he gave no evidence and no follow-up. He just threw that out into the world and then talked about something else. Yep. <laughs> I saw Kevin McCarthy had to bring him into the office and give him a dressing down over this. <laughs> Don't talk about Republicans. Dude, what when the I hell say you that, keep it on the DL. Yeah. It's like, I was very distraught by what he said and I brought him and let him know that my confidence in him is failing. <laughs> you have to regain my trust. Yep. I know. I love that that's that that's the straw. But I mean it makes sense. <laughs> like that's sinful. That's unacceptable. Well, no, because it's it implicates other Republicans. Yeah. Right. No one gives a crap when Paul Gosar embarrasses himself. <laughs> but when you come out and say other Republicans are complicit in Coke-fueled orgies, and then the head Republican has to be like, dude, you're out. <laughs> you're out. You're not my friend anymore. We don't anymore. need you anymore. You're done. They're like, we got wives, asshole. Damn. They're asking questions. <laughs> Where did you go Wednesday night? <laughs> Honey, is this true? <laughs> this young... Also, and again, I have to... You know what I mean? Because I can't let a thing go. I need to remind everybody... That Madison Cawthorn lied about going to the Naval Academy. Yep. <laughs> All right. You know, if you hear the story saying that he claimed that he was on his way there, and that's when he got into his accident, that is not true. He had already been he was de- rejected. Denied. Yep. Yeah. He didn't even get in. Nope. Fucking liar. <laughs> so in the spirit of going too far with this story before Ray takes it away from us, <laughs> am I prejudiced that I assume that paraplegics junk doesn't work? I don't want to say that. Did I, I come to that conclusion wrongly? I wouldn't say that's prejudice. I would say that's uh, you, just ignorant. No, I think it, in in some cases it doesn't. In some cases it does. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I guess that was my other like when I questioned the, the legitimacy of the story. I was like, so a Republican lifer hmm? came up to wheelchair guy and was like, "Hey, do you want to go bang and do some coke?" Like I would think as an old man, I would just assume that the guy in the wheelchair. But then I'm just projecting. I'm just projecting. Ray, help me out of this. <laughs> Wasn't there another weird story where he got called in to do a, like a CrossFit thing, and there were, and he met his wife there, and she was a Russian agent or something? Oh yeah, yeah. And they, they're divorced <laughs> that now. Sounds true. The marriage lasted like yeah. eight months or something. What was this dude groomed from birth to be in, in politics? <laughs> what is going on with him? Was he made? Yeah, was he made a lab? Skull and bones. I don't think he's uh, smart enough to be a member of the Federalist Society. Mm. I don't think if if he was a member of the Federalist Society, I don't think he'd be talking about other Republicans doing uh, Keep Up a Coke. (laughs) Right. Dude, that's like the first rule of fucking Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what is is Cawthorn's background that makes him such a great politician? Isn't he, he, first of all, isn't he like 24 years old? 26, but yes. 20 fucking six? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was made in the lab. There's something <laughs> not right here. What what on earth qualifies him to do anything or say anything on anything? His face. It's that backwards cat, Karen, right? <laughs> he is a handsome young man in some people's opinion. He looks a little bit too much like a Ken doll, but, you know, some people like that. Yeah. All right, I think like, he just I, checks enough boxes for the Republican Party. I don't know if that fucking tallywhacker doesn't work. <laughs> that might- he was homeschooled in Henderson, North Carolina. He played football with the Asheville Saints. I mean, he's, you know, all-American boy heart uh, right. with a uh, devastating Plus injury. Plus, he injects some youthfulness, some much-needed youthfulness into the Republican Party. Yep. Homeschooled. That explains a lot. Yep. Oh, well, he has a whole bunch of sexual oh, misconduct allegations against him in college as well. Right. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. All right. I'm going to change the topic, shift gears rather significantly, and talk about, well, not necessarily what's going on in Ukraine at first, at least, but more about the ways that Putin is is winning in other areas. So we all know, kind of, I think, what's going on in Ukraine currently. Russians are pulling back from Kiev. Uh, they're focusing on the the battles in the east and the horrific amount of slaughtering civilians and death that they're leaving behind. However, the first thing I want to talk about is how Putin is winning in other areas. Hungary and Serbia, at least at first, both of the presidents there are supporters of Putin, and they both just won their elections. Yeah, like Sunday in Hungary. Obama. Yeah, like within the last week. Yeah. Uh, when you say one, is that in quotes or? <laughs> Probably. I don't. I don't know enough to say either way. But they are both. They have autocratic tendencies. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know enough to say. Okay. However, the worst part about it is, in France, Macron is way too close. Mm. Uh, to the person who is uh, second in the polls currently, um, Le Pen. I don't have her first name there. She's back? Marine. I mem- yeah, I remember her yeah. from before. Yeah. Yep. So apparently the way this is going to work is in five days, so on Sunday, they are going to have like a runoff election. Currently, she's polling at 21.5%. Macron's polling at 28%. And then you have some other people who are further down the list. And whoever the top two candidates go forward to April 24th in a runoff election. Right. As long as – if nobody gets – what is it? 50% I think it is. Yeah. And it's highly unlikely anybody gets 50%. Uh, it's next to impossible actually. So the runoff will be, yeah, the next week. And in the polls, um, Macron is leading 53 to 46 percentage. If they were head to head, which and she is a far right leaning uh, oh, yeah. Putin supporter, right? So it's bad enough that you've got what is it, Belarus and now Hungary and Turkey in some in some ways, not necessarily as recently, but then Serbia. Like Putin has people supporting him in as the heads of state all over the European continent. Now, Turkey's um, walking a fine line, but they are a member of NATO, so they're right. not officially supporting, and they're bo- blocking him in the in the Black Sea. But yeah, they're not they're not you know um, being as strong as they ought. <laughs> well, in some ways, Erdogan has supported yeah Putin. So in any case, France would be a huge step for Putin. So he's losing the war in Ukraine, kind of. 
But um, he's also waging like political war still all across Europe, and and it seems to be really working. So well, it's the just we'll have to keep an I'm eye on the next of, couple weeks. I'm not afraid of any of the countries you listed off. <laughs> Fuck all them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind. I mean, France would be kind of what we went through with Trump. I mean, yeah. I think the only reason that Trump got to be president was because of support from the Russians, monetary um, disinformation. All that stuff that um, I mean, the, the whole you know forty percent of this country believes that Trump is still president or still should be president. It's all disinformation based. That's all Putin at the core. True. So what happened in the U.S. could happen in France. It's just a, the timing is way way worse. And it's a huge economic boost for Russia if that were to if that were mm. to happen. And the reason she's doing so well is she's focusing on economics, like. Macron's saying things like, you know, we we just we have to deal with this because we have to support Ukraine and block the Russian oil and everything like that. And his, the opponent Le Pen is just going, yeah, Macron's hurting the economy. I'll boost the economy. Inflation, price of gas, yada yada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not much different from here. No, no yeah, it really isn't. That sounds spot on. Yep. I just find it really crazy how Putin is winning in ways that people don't aren't really paying attention to. Yeah, but as far as France goes, I mean, since Macron has been president, it just it, it's just to feel like it's been protest after protest there, you know. Things are a little before this. Yeah, yeah. it just feels unsteady. Tense. <laughs> this is true. So the other thing that uh, I think Karen and I had discussed a little bit about uh, what's going on in Ukraine, like we said, with the Russian troops pulling back, they're finding these horrific scenes, um, civilians being tortured and dismembered and just yeah, everything you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, they're killing children. They executed the mayor of some little town. It's horrific. And it's just, the news is just starting. It's not going to get any better. So we discussed it a little bit, but I'm kind of curious where uh, Ian and Jared are on this. Where, How do you think that people get to this point? Like the Russian military who are, who are doing this, the soldiers who are carrying out these acts, how do you get to the point where you can just completely disregard your humanity and and do these horrible acts like we've seen we've seen this sort of thing before people in germany carrying out orders that were just horrific uh, what was the other example we had i don't remember but yeah. i mean what works in germany where, is yeah. you mean like over history yes. yeah or do you mean how a fat game show host <laughs> told people to go kill police officers because they hurt his feelings yeah. sure it just happened yeah <laughs> smaller scale clearly but yeah right how do I mean I would have to say it's got to be partly propaganda mm. like a, you you part, you have to believe what you're doing is righteous and then that justifies all the actions surrounding what you're doing so you create a personal narrative that tells you you know whatever it is at the time that I that you know this country is filled with Nazis and pedophiles and I'm doing this to strengthen the motherland so uh you know Anything I do to these people is justified because they are they are the enemy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's could be it's got to be some of them maybe propaganda. Some of them might just be fucking embarrassed by what's going on, you know, and the fact that they're kind of getting trounced, not trounced, but like that Ukraine's putting up a fight. So they're getting angry. I mean, in with what Ian's example, I still don't see how raping a woman is justified even if you're saying that these people are all Nazis and pedophiles. Be like, so I guess it's okay if I'm just as bad and fucking rape them mm. or murder children. Sure, because 
because that, uh, again, you're not raping women. These aren't human women that deserve rights. These are. I know I get it. But like, and again, I'm using the rational brain where I go, well, yeah, this person's evil. But am I evil now? Because I'm raping them. I mean, like, nowhere in the good book does it say, hey, if the person's bad, you could rape them. You know know what I'm saying? Only if they're slaves. Yeah. (laughs) It it just, it it baffles me that people can get, I mean, every once in a while you see people talking about it and they call the Russians animals and they talk about how um, they have turned into monsters. It's like, no, they are human beings just as we are human beings. They have somehow been taken to this point. And how do you get them? I mean, the, the ones that committed the acts clearly need to be punished. That's no question. But the people that are in the homeland are supporting the people that are doing these acts. You look at World War II Germany and what happened after the war and how they repaired an entire society. And that is the kind of thing that needs to happen. It needs to happen in this country, for Christ's sake. The 40% of the people need to be educated as to why they're wrong. <laughs> I think it's a lot of different moving parts. Like, yeah. It, it can't just be one thing. Right. Um, the, but- the problem that we discussed about before is if you go back to Germany after World War One, they were they they were trounced. Like yeah. the countries went in and just demolished Germany. And that's kind of what caused World War Two is that the hatred and the resentment build up and build up. There I mean, was no no way out for the populace, right? Right. There, there there was no opportunity to improve after World War Two. There was, well, at least for the West. So coming out of this, I think is 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 going to be tricky in mm. in any case. Listen, but, the whole thing's fucking tricky because I, I you know I watch a news report where the guys are like these scenes are disturbing. There are bodies everywhere. There's children. There's raping. They're they're just lining people up. And after you watch all this, and they go. In light of this, President Biden has said he's going to put more sanctions on. And, like, there's just a part of you that's like, I get it, but yeah. for fuck's sake. You know I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, the only other option is World War III? Yeah. I don't know. But like, again, are we going to be fighting Turkey and, you know, whatever? Because I'm like, well, if that's the case, I think we might win. You know? <laughs> but uh, some of these countries have nukes. Not a good thing. Oh, you- so what do you do? I mean, especially if you're in Ukraine and you hear about this, they're like, wow, more sanctions? Cool. <laughs> right. But at the Although same time, if you if you do direct military intervention, then yeah, does that set Putin off? Does he start using dirty bombs at a minimum, you know, or, or worse? Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. I, it, some of the stories, um, what was it? There was a bunch of Russian soldiers around Chernobyl. They dug trenches in the Red Forest around Chernobyl, you know, the most nuclear um, polluted area in the world, and now they've got acute radiation poisoning. I mean, just the complete disregard for the and health and safety of his own officers is astonishing. <laughs> yeah, his- that was the other thing I was going to mention. I'm like, a lot of this stuff also might be orders. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they're not ordered to rape, but you know, it might be like they might you, be. You're or- they might be. I mean, that is how you demotivate and demoralize the population. There was a story early on about how they had mobile crematoriums. And the thought was the mobile crematoriums were to hide the number of Russian dead. I don't think that's true. I think the, the mobile crematoriums were to eliminate the evidence of the people that they were planning on killing in Ukraine. And that included um, Zelensky and all of his cabinet. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I think the... the, the right, and like what you said to begin with, it's for intimidation. Yeah. Mobile crematoriums sound horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is how you quiet a population quickly. 
on a side note, I hear things are not that great in Russia either. No, they're not. Um, uh, that they have like uh, you know people stealing food and shit and uh, people lining up to get sugar. I don't know why sugar is such an important thing to have, but cheap calories. You know, like, yeah. I I understand, but I'm like you know I feel like that's more of a luxury than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baked goods, I think it goes a long way. Yeah, and then a lot of R- Russians who you know live through the you know the Soviet era are like, yeah, this is where you tighten the belt up. We're used to this, right? You know, this is what happens. And a lot It'll of a- the, the brain drain is kind of huge coming out of Russia. All the people that worked in the IT sector are, are gone. Oh, really? Yeah, they saw the writing on the wall and got out. Well, there's a lot of them did. Yeah, it's, it's way more horrific than I thought possible. <laughs> I I mean, listen, I do not envy any NATO country. Mm. Leader who has to look at this and and just go, well, we're gonna, you know, do more sanctions, you know, because like in your gut, you probably just want to fucking steamroll over them, yeah, or at least fight them, you know. And uh, it's like, well, you know, it's horrible what they're doing. Do I destroy the whole fucking planet over it? Right. <sighs> so that's why they send arms and armament instead. When I, I have a sneaking yeah. suspicion, they're sending a whole lot more after some of this stuff comes to light. So. And again, I just can't figure out what fucking Putin's thinking. Yeah. Well, he's thinking that he did it in a number of other countries, including, you know, Hungary and Serbia and, and Syria. And it worked there. So. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't like this, though. No, like, it, was, it wasn't quite the same. But Ukraine wouldn't knuckle under, so he had to go this route. I mean, I think Ukraine was definitely leaning toward joining NATO. And if that were to happen, then he completely loses his grip on them. And while Trump was in office, Trump was so anti-NATO, he knew that, you know, the likelihood of it happening wasn't there. Now that Biden's in office, he, I think he just figured he had to do something. He couldn't let it happen. Miscalculated. Yeah. I I think the, the unfortunate reaction from his point of view is that nations are clamoring to join NATO now. Yeah. And NATO is highly inclined to let them in. So, I mean, who can blame them? I mean, who yeah. wants this shit fucking hanging over their head all the time? Right. Yeah. You know, like, it is fucking weird that, like, human beings just cannot fucking get along, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I and, think. You know, oh, God. You're right. Yeah. We should move on. No, I okay. Move on. okay. <laughs> so, I, uh, next thing, again, shift of gears. It's hard to, you know, work Ukraine and what's going on there into any other <laughs> story. So, back in uh, the U.S., uh, this is a story that I thought was very interesting. Amazon beat the union busters. So there are people in Amazon who are have voted to unionize, um, right. which is a huge step. Everybody huge. knows how poorly Amazon workers have been treated. Um, <laughs> Famously, almost. Yeah. And I, this story that was in Huffington Post, I found f- even more interesting because it explains how a few people, um, one person... In particular, a guy named Spence. Who oh, he's the guy who was fired for trying to form a union a couple years ago? <laughs> was he? I yeah. don't think so. He, yes. he was currently working there. So, in it, Connor Spence. He's 26 years old. He was a tier one associate at JFK 8, which is apparently, you know, one of the Amazon stations. And he started finding out about these union busters who were infiltrating the, the workers and spreading information a lot of false information and trying to get people against unionizing so what amazon did 
and this is a, a, a regular thing that is apparently done. They hired a firm mm. as a union-busting firm, and they sent people in disguised as Amazon employees to promote anti-union sentiment at the cost, <laughs> an average rate of $3,200 a day per consultant working on the warehouse floor. So they're paying. <laughs> they're paying. Their- I could. I could get a job where they pay me to infiltrate their business and just talk shit about unions. Right. Yep. For thirty two hundred dollars a day per person. As awful as that sounds, that sounds like so much fun. Because <laughs> you're like, I could totally slack off at the job. They're not going to fire right. me. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> That's not your job. So yeah. <laughs> but they. So they're paying the workers shit. But these union busters, they can pay $3,200 a piece. Oh, that's a different budget. Oh. And it's short-term costs. Right. <laughs> yeah, someone someone did the math, and it even, it's, it works to their advantage somehow. As sure. long as the union doesn't form, which it did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm all happy for these Amazon workers, but the, the amount of time that this has taken, like, are mm. they just all fucking dummies working there? Because I can't see any argument that would sway me to say that a union was bad. I mean, consider the what? possibility that part of the interview process is how compliant are they? Are well, they- maybe you're right. Like, I mean, you, you could hire the slickest dude in the world. I'd be like, no, I'm, st- I'm still not falling for this shit. I don't care how many fucking things you put up in the bathroom that I have to stare at when I take a shit telling me that unions are bad. I know why you're saying this. Right. right. You, you hire the desperately unemployed and recently paroled. But yeah, I did, Amazon provides a ton of jobs. Yeah. I, I did see a thing recently, though, that Amazon is concerned that they're running out of people to abuse. They rotate through people so fast that they've, they've run through the population of people that are likely to work at Amazon. <laughs> they've burned through the entire population of the United States. Like, that's impressive. <laughs> now, this is specifically for floor workers. I, mm-hmm. I do know that people who have other types of jobs, like IT-related jobs, that sort of oh, thing, yeah. those are good jobs. They're reasonably paying jobs. Like, you don't have to go pee in a bottle because you're a programmer or you're, you know, IT support. Like, you, Right. This is you, just people working in the factories. Yeah. Right. In the and people people working centers. on the floor have to keep a regular schedule and have to be timed going to the restroom. Like, it's, it's insane level of control. <laughs> Debating on whether I needed to go address a cat. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go get her. So that, okay. that was a, a contributory meow I heard there. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing I had, and this was interesting, when you hear about climate crisis, it's, it's never positive. Uh, but in this case, there was an article in the New York Times that actually uses the phrase, reasons for hope. Hmm? So they've done, they're, they're taking a look at the studies about the temperature changes in the world and how our changes to green or away from fossil fuels has actually impacted. So in a lot of the world, people are moving towards solar wind power that are, they're just trying to, to make a difference. And as it turns out, it is making a difference. So the estimate before two, uh, before 2015, it was estimated that uh, by the year 2100, the end of the century, uh, the the climate uh, in the in the world would have raised around four degrees Celsius, which is absolutely devastating. That is a species changing number. It, it would just be a cascading thing. So, with the efforts that people have done so far, that number has been reduced to 2.7 to 3.1 degrees Celsius, which is a really big change. 
it's not enough yet, <laughs> but it does show that what we are what we are seeing people do, what we're seeing countries do, is actually making a difference. Um, is it going to be enough to prevent the cascade of effects? In my opinion, probably not. But you know, it'll it might allow our species to survive a little longer. Yay! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I it is a positive article because it does show that hey we're the changes we're putting in place are actually making a difference if if we could actually get to reducing the global temperature they, they have a, a little bit of a graph in the article talking about if we could actually reduce the temperature by by getting rid of all fossil fuels then you know we we could actually make a huge impact um on on the future that we're going to have but um in any case, you don't see reason for hope in a climate crisis article too much, so I thought I would bring it up. Yeah, the the question is whether we've hit a tipping point on uh, things like uh, methane escaping from melting um, permafrost, things like that, things that can't be stopped now or right. are very difficult to stop now. Yeah, there's a big chunk of, of an uh, Antarctic ice chunk just fell off of, you know, uh, an area that did not consider at risk. So everybody's right. going, hmm, hmm very large chunk of ice so it's worrisome oh it's feeling great for a second there but uh. <laughs> <laughs> shoot carrot <attack. laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> yeah that's the tip, the whole tipping point thing i mean yeah. it, i mean the good news is it looks like we are having an impact on the things we can have an impact on that's good the bad news is it, you know it, is it too yet. late to stop that yeah it's not enough Hard yet all right uh, i wanted to hit this real quick pakistan again and their yeah. blasphemy laws um, I saw this. I saw an article about this, a story in Pakistan, and I first read it, and I went, "Okay, whatever." Somebody got killed because of blasphemy. This happens every week in Pakistan. I can't. It seems to. I, I can't continue to put an article in every week. <laughs> However, this one was different because I read a second article on Vice. All right. So the basic article was there were three teachers, three female teachers in Pakistan, who attacked and killed another teacher. Because of committing blasphemy. Jeez, God. Yeah. So these and all females, and this is this was kind of a big thing because in a lot of cases it's not women attacking, um, it, it's men. But uh, this was three female teachers who attacked and stabbed to death another teacher. And I'm like, okay, again, I, I'm not going to include this because it's just you know it's another Pakistan blasphemy story. However, then I saw that. The reason that the women attacked her was because one of their children, uh, one of the three, has a 13-year-old girl. She told her mother that she had a dream that the Prophet Muhammad had directed them that a victim had committed blasphemy against the Prophet and that the Prophet had ordered them to slaughter the victim. So a 13-year-old girl tells her mother she had a dream that you should kill this other teacher. So they did. And the woman gets a couple friends together and goes and kills her. I, I am on the fucking floor right now. <laughs> like With horror? There, there was no yeah. actual blasphemy, even. Just, just on the dream? Of a 13-year-old. My daughter claims she had a dream that that bitch that was going to give her an F <laughs> needed to be killed. On top of this, she didn't just convince one person to do this. She convinced three, <laughs> three people with this information. Right. right. That's... Teachers, no less. 
What, did they do this in between the lunch? Like, what, <laughs> when did they decide, like, when are we going to kill that bitch because of the dream my daughter had? <laughs> be like, ah, we'll get her between. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, we'll get her between study hall and uh, lunch, and then uh, we'll go back to teaching. they go back to teaching? It said that they were arrested at home hours later, so I'm assuming it was, like, near the end of the day kind of thing. Huh. Well, I mean, yeah. from our previous stories, that's, you know, six years, 11 months, and- 30 days sooner than most people who murder someone mm. for yeah wow Ian, Ian <laughs> could you imagine the stress you would have at your job if you thought that <laughs> you might say the wrong thing and a couple of the employees that work there just might fucking kill you in the parking lot <laughs> just attack if, you and kill you in if the parking that lot. were the case I would at least have a little hope <laughs> this woman did nothing. absolutely nothing yeah and was murdered by these three women Yay. at the behest of one of their children. She did nothing. So, yes, I would always just be on absolute edge if I thought that were possible, because God knows I say dumb things. <laughs> I would learn fast and hard that I would just no more talky talky. Uh, but, yeah, if they could then kill me because <laughs> <laughs> one of their children had a dream about you. <laughs> one of their children had a dream <laughs> where Jesus came to them and said, Ian is the devil. You must stab him in the face a lot until he dies. <laughs> like Jesus would. Mm. That sounds like a Jesus story. <laughs> That's pretty much a direct quote. Probably from Leviticus. <laughs> that book is weird. So they did get arrested, though. They, yeah. yeah, they did get arrested. Um, so will, will this hold up in their court? or <laughs> I, I don't know, they man. Just bring, bring, they bring the child in, the child will be like, oh, I absolutely did have that dream. And then they were like, well, that's clear cut. It's over. Go home. Yeah. One of the local papers apparently wrote up that there was a disagreement between the teachers about some religious leader and that that's mm. what caused it. But that was before the story about the dream. So, so they're using the dream as an excuse because they actually just didn't like this woman? I, yeah, I don't. I don't have any idea. Like, and yeah. I don't know what's going to hold up. Like, it depends. We're talking to Pakistan. Like, it's guaranteed that any judge they're going in front of is going to be judging them on, you know, religious Sharia grounds, yeah. law. So, so if, if so, there's a so wait, so there's a slight possibility that they did not believe this dream thing and they were just using it as an excuse. Somehow that's better. And yet, how somebody. is that better? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, God damn, that's some evil ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, holy <religion>. crap. <laughs> All right, I mentioned this in the beginning and thought I'd mention it. There's an article on OnlySky.media, which I just, I do like the name of their website, OnlySky. It's a reference to the uh, John, what, John, John Lennon Imagine song? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Only Sky Above. There's an article that I think is worth reading if you, well, basically if you listen to this podcast. It talks about <laughs> secularists often saying nothing when they should really be speaking up. And they talk about the fact that maybe it's out of manners or you're at a dinner party and you just don't want to make waves. But <laughs> it really encourages you to – if somebody does something in a religious way and it just – it you know, you, you just happen to notice it, the, the argument is a small dissent that is polite, short, appropriate is better than not saying anything because it lets everybody else there know – that not everybody agrees with what's being said, and, you know, it just puts it out there that maybe you shouldn't be trying to shove your religion down everybody's throat and just 
force us to accept that this is normal and and good behavior. So for as an example, if you were at a comedy show and um, you were called on by the comedian and asked, would you date Jesus? If you responded, well, no, I wouldn't because he's a fictional character. That would be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that definitely falls into the uh, the line okay. of thinking for the article. Whew. Got it right. Good. De- definitely polite, <laughs> not snarky. <laughs> Because that's how I read it. <laughs> Would you say that about any fictional character that was asked of you? <laughs> like, if, if the question was, would you date Batman? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But okay. you know, it, it was to, to, to make the point. <laughs> well, I got so th- this is otherwise called the, the Jared conundrum. Mm. It, it's a well-known fact that, at least for me and most of my friends, that I consider silence agreement. <laughs> And when somebody's saying something, I find it very hard to not fucking say something because I assume if I don't say anything, they think I agree with them. That's that's true. Yeah. But you have to know your audience, too. There are circumstances where it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should see me in my friend's Discord channel. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are some times where I'm like, I'm just going to sit here, quietly play my game. And not say a fucking word while they talk. Mm. And they'll be going on and on and on. And then the steam comes out of my ears. And I'm like, you guys are all fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me versus ten people. <laughs> See, I don't think that you guys are all fucking idiots is the polite, short, and appropriate I, I agree. Way. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Sometimes it's gone way too far, though. And my little polite thing will, might not even get through. So a couple of examples in the article, it, it has like somebody talking about, in this case, I think it was like a priest at like some sort of dinner gathering. It's a weird example in my mind. But in any case, the priest says something about the superstitions of Hinduism and you're just not comfortable with it because it's prejudiced against Hindus. And so it, it suggests saying, well, you know, in a lot of cases, geography determines local superstitions and perhaps other people in other parts of the world would find your beliefs and your superstitions just as odd, you know, in a way mm. of of not, I mean, it is kind of throwing it out there strongly, but at the same time, it's not attacking the person. It's just stating, kind of stating the facts. In any case, it gives a few other examples. I thought it was an interesting read. I would, I would suggest it. Hmm. I will throw my full support towards the three of you because... <laughs> If we've ever met, even one time over the last 20 years, if there's one thing I value more than my freedom of speech and other personal freedoms, it is not making waves. (laughs) (laughs) I love not making waves more than anything else in the world. So articles probably not. It probably is exactly for me, but I probably won't read it. (laughs) You don't ever get you out of all people don't get to a fevered pitch sometimes. Oh, all the time. And you still managed to rein it in, huh? No, not all the time. Oh, okay. I didn't say it wasn't like, I always have misplaced anger incidents because I don't cope with my emotions. I just shove them down until something triggers me. So it's just a, an unhealthy way to live. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, my problem is that when I am confronted with something that I disagree with or don't like, I start at a 10 and have to come down as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that that is true. I don't start at a 10. I could get built up to a 10, but... Yep. I saw a tiny clip on Reddit today. It was not in front of it. Was, no, it wasn't even on Reddit. I think it was on uh, CNN of these... Uh, a mob of about, like, 8 to 12 
high school kids rushing a referee at a basketball game and just beating on him. As soon as I watched that clip, I was ready to get in my car, drive to whatever state they lived in, and shoot each and every one of them in the face while the other ones watched. Like, that was absolutely reaction one, and I was ready to go. (laughs) Fortunately, within one to three seconds, I can come down to, like, an angry four. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is why we need to bring back muskets. I do do have that (laughs) issue, but I, I... because I have that issue, I love to not make waves. Mm-hmm. Bring back muskets so by the time you get the damn thing loaded, you've calmed down. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> All right. A few things on uh, COVID I wanted to mention real quick, and we're running long, so I'm just going to plow through them. Uh, there's an article on NewYorkMagazine.com uh, talking about DeSantis and how he's clearly been anti-vaccination in his state and doing everything that he can, basically for the virus. And but one of the his big talking points is that Florida is even, you know, with all this, Florida is still among one of the top states in terms of people with at least one dose of the vaccine. We have a huge vaccination rate. Um, This has been an arguing point for DeSantis and his his uh, apologists for the last several weeks. And as the article points out, and I thought was worth mentioning, the reason Florida is ranked so high in terms of uh, population being vaccinated is because several of the towns have reported rates above 100%. Oh, whoops. Yeah, except the numbers are probably accurate. As it turns out, Florida is a really big destination state, and people... Traveling, going to Florida, having their vacation, are like, huh, there's this whole thing going on. I'm going to get vaccinated just because it's going to be available here. And they get vaccinated while they're on vacation. A huge number of the uh, vaccines that were uh, administered in Florida were to non-Floridians. Huh. (laughs) Also, you get people like my mother, who's a snowbird. Right. Sure. Fully vaccinated and living in Florida. (laughs) But did did she get vaccinated up here or down there? She got her booster down there. Sure. Where's her official residence? Up here or down there? Uh, you know what? She's actually a Florida resident. Now, she, dual citizenship. She flipped over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's kind of a false equivalency. It's it's a false number that they're throwing out there. Well, you know, our state's doing pretty good. Well, mm-hmm. not really. Right. As it turns mm-hmm. out, his actions are having a, a really drastic impact. Just why Florida's still had the case rate that is massive. In comparison to other states, <laughs> um, a few other coronavirus things. I, I, Wait, but, but, oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. you move off mm-hmm. Florida, and I, I know we're we're running long, and and bring this up is probably going to make us run longer. But <laughs> a few days ago, I my girlfriend messaged me. She's like, "God damn, Tucker Carlson said some weird ass shit about Disney and how they support child pedophilia or something or right. or slave labor or something like that." And I'm like, "I'm like, wow, that's odd." I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, did he have any basis for that? And sat there and tried to figure it out. And then I found out that Fox News is all up in Disney shit because of Disney's opposition to the don't say gay bill. Right. right. Sure. Um, and now everybody on Fox is shitting on Disney, which I was like, God, that seems so weird. <laughs> you know, because Disney's supposed to be the wholesome thing. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's got it on that. No, Move on. No, I... I- <laughs> It, I, I've, it, they've been on it. I, did I mention last week? I thought I about the article that I read that the headline was four Disney employees arrested in some sort of uh, sex trafficking sting. 
No. And I was like, what's no. this all about? And I read the article, and they arrested 108 people down in Tampa on this, you know, for, it wasn't sex trafficking, it was soliciting and, you know, looking for someone to solicit. Mm. Oh, so it was a prostitution and, uh, sting. Yeah, absolutely. And four of the people arrested worked. They arrested 108 people, four of them in Florida happened to work for the largest employer in all of Florida. That seems like a reasonable ratio. And the headline reads, <laughs> four Disney employees, <laughs> you know, embroiled in sex trafficking. And I was like, what is going on? What did the other 104 people do for a living? Why didn't we list that in the heading? Yeah. They work for Universal Studios. <laughs> well, because they're trying to smear Disney. Right. Clearly. Wow. Well, did you see what DeSantis is trying to do to fuck Disney over? No. He's apparently back in the 1960 whatever when Disney World started, they got yes. a special they they had some kind of special circumstance or something. Yes. Where they can they don't need They're to get, kind of like their own entity. Right. They have their own fire department, they have their own this right. and that. They don't need, they don't need to get building they permits. They do their own utilities, their own everything. Right. And he's like, I don't see why they should be able to get to do that. So if he takes that away, then the hoops that Disney would have to go through to build a new attraction with building permits and shit like that. And, of course, who's ever in charge of that could just deny them just to be dicks. Sure. So hmm. I don't know how this is going to pan out. But I guess Disney CEO, like they had it, they staged a big walkout over this because he didn't make a big enough deal. And then he sent an apology letter to them, and that apology letter is what set off fucking Fox News and DeSantis and everybody. Like, it's not like Disney said, like, they're pulling out or, you know, or doing anything. Well, they just said, we good, don't, good we, luck. We don't like I, it. I would like to think he's overreaching at this point. Mm. But it's culture. I, I do, because thinks- I'm like, you want to fuck with the mouse, man? <laughs> yeah, like, that's what money. I was like. I was like, I know you think you're big shit, but. You want to take a run at the champ? <laughs> you better come with something better than what you're coming with. <laughs> and again, it does slightly make me feel better when corporations do take these stances because I'm like, I know there's a mathematician there figuring this out. Sure. And saying, <laughs> yes, this will not affect the bottom line. If anything, more people support you on this. So they do that. That's the, that's the only thing that lets me sleep comfortably at night. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, someone knows because <laughs> running the actuarial yeah. tables. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, because <laughs> I know the Disney CEO could give two fucks about that. Don't say get Bill. No, the other part of it too is that they pulled money from all political candidates. So DeSantis lost money out of his pocket. He's not fond of that. Okay, so there was some money involved. Yeah. Okay, all of the money they were giving to politicians, they said, "Well, all right, so we're not going to just not give to Republicans. We're just not going to give to anybody, and just stop doing that." And everybody went, "Whoa!" But we like that money. Did, I was. Gonna, did you guys? See the the now building backlash from from the bill where everybody is following to the mm-hmm. letter of the law, and since you can't you know openly in the law discriminate against the communities you're trying to discriminate against, the teachers don't teach hetero unions now either. Right. They just refer to everybody in history as they or them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the GOP's angry. It's so good. <laughs> makes me makes me warm on my insides. Yeah, and one of the best. Twitter quotes I saw on this, which is something we've constantly talked about on the show, too, about hearing the evil word gay will make you gay, (laughs) you know? And this one guy's like, I don't get it, man. Gay kids have been reading about straight kids for fucking 40-some-odd years. This guy's like, and I never once did I turn straight, and you're afraid that one book that mentions gay is going to turn your straight kid gay? Right. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Why didn't we think of that when we were talking about this? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to hit these... uh 
conspiracy stories right, yeah, sorry, around coronavirus sorry, real Doug. quick. Um, just there's four of them here. Uh, there's a, And I, these were the highlights of the week. There's an, a study uh, that shows that ivermectin is better than remdesivir in lessening COVID-19 deaths. No, there wasn't. It's completely made up. That's that's not what the study says in any way. Uh, there's a Facebook video that misrepresents a CDC report on COVID nineteen vaccine boosters, basically saying that the if you get the booster, you get you get worse worse every time you get a shot, and it's it's a building up in your system, and it's completely false. So if you see a Facebook video about that, it's it's literally full of lies, and but Facebook has done nothing about it. Mm. There's a study that proves Moderna created COVID-19. No, no there's, oh! there's no study that shows that. It's completely false. We've gotten to the point that it's not really just conspiracy theories. It's just outright lies. <laughs> and they, Did they create it in the Ukraine at those labs? Though? <laughs> I, that, I that, imagine. The bio yeah. by Nazi pedophiles? <laughs> yeah, that, totally. that Putin's trying to get to. <laughs> uh, and there is a large clinical trial that shows vitamin D supplements had no effect on COVID-19. This is technically true. There was a trial that showed vitamin D supplements have no effect on getting COVID-19. However, if you are low on vitamin D, you your reaction to COVID-19 will be worse. So if you're low, maybe you should take vitamin D supplements. If your right. vitamin D is, is normal, vitamin D supplements won't do anything for you. It will just be excreted from your body. So right. vitamin D supplements have no effect on COVID-19 unless you're really low on vitamin D to begin with. Right. And you can't just take vitamin D when you get COVID. It's too late then. Right. You have exactly. to have a level in your body that is healthy ahead of time. So you can. I do hear that a lot from my anti-vaxxer friends that just taking vitamins will straighten everything out for you. <laughs> you can be short on some vitamins. If you, We evolved in the sun. If you don't spend any time in the sun, you're probably short on vitamin D. Yep. Very true. Oh, I'm not saying vitamins are bad. I'm just, mm. They're just saying, like, if you catch COVID, just take more vitamins. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. It's like, uh, you know, getting COVID and going to the hospital and saying, oh, well, I'll take the vaccine now. Too late. Right. It's not how that vaccine, works. Vaccine, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Karen, I didn't actually really take a look at this. However, this is uh, a bringing back our in memoriam. Dan Celia? Celia? Celia, yep. Uh, all had, I know is that he was a radio host and made our memoriam list, so I'm assuming he died of COVID-19. He, de- yep, he died of COVID-19, <laughs> and I, norm- we've been kind of dropped the in memoriam because there haven't been that many deaths recently, but he fought abortion, uh. pornography, and anti-family causes, and the COVID vaccine on his radio show, so shout out to Dan Celia. We will not miss you. <laughs> pornography does make it crazy. <laughs> all right, my final story. Uh, you guys didn't seem to be that impressed with the oldest recorded writing of the uh, the name of Yahweh. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and I, was that last week or the week before? I don't remember. But in any case. I think that was last week. Yeah. This time I have from Ars Technica, the world's oldest pants were discovered. <laughs> and really, it's kind of interesting. The, this guy was buried between 1,000 and 12, I'm sorry, yeah, 1,000 and 1,200 BCE, somewhere mm. in Western China, and he was buried with several things, but he was buried with these pants. And this is actually the oldest pair of pants found uh, by archaeologists. 
And I find it very interesting because they're not just like, oh, they took cloth and wrapped them around your legs and we're calling them no, pants. No, those are legit pants. Like these, yeah. these are actual pants and they have different stitching in different sections. Like they have thick, heavy yeah. parts at the knees. They have very flexible parts around the waist and the groin area so that he could mount and dismount his horse, uh, you know, quickly without ripping yeah, his pants. Yeah, that's a thoughtful pair of pants. <laughs> And this this was all one weave. Like, it was all done at one go. There was no cutting involved in the material. This is pant. This, this is like... <laughs> it is the progenitor of all other pants. This is like highly engineered pants. <laughs> pant zero. I like the roomy where it counts. <laughs> yeah, roomy where it counts. Ray, I love that you are fascinated by this. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it's kind of cool, the fact that they made them all. I mean, they really had to think about what they were doing. Like, okay, we want this part to be flexible. We want this part to be heavy. And there's Very design cool. stuff in it, too. There's patterns in the stitching. Eh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> also, the, the patterns and the stitching, they they went back and they... Some of it was like from uh, uh, Austria area. Some of it was far mm. east. Some like this. This guy had to have traveled around, or at least his tailor had to travel around to get these ideas on how to stitch cloth and <laughs> I, I fancy pants. They found him <laughs> buried with these pants, a battle axe, a bridle, and a horse bit. Those are the only pieces awesome. that survived. I like that part. Yeah. <laughs> So he was a he was a well traveled, heavily armed individual. <laughs> That's cool. With comfy pants, he was the best <laughs> pants in the world <laughs> at the time. <laughs> right. I don't know. They sound pretty good right now. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. You guys have anything else? I think we probably covered everything. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> The pants was a nice thing to end it on. <laughs> okay. That's going to be Agreed. it for this week. Uh, thanks to our patrons for supporting the podcast. Uh, those who could be with us tonight. A, few, a sparse crowd tonight, but Grinch, Heston Gibson, Hypatia? I don't remember. I don't know exactly if that's how you'd pronounce that, but uh, uh, we do appreciate you uh, coming, asking questions, sharing your views. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page. Or you could share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, please check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all the different podcasts at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. Happy First Contact Day. I'm Jared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> April 5th, 2063, first contact with the Vulcans. Oh, right. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. And may your God be with you. <laughs> <laughs>